I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. And you can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And feel free to send any messages or comments or questions that you have, especially those questions that you'd love to have answered on, on this podcast. I'm always looking for different sources of inspiration to be able to provide the best podcast I can for you guys. And today is episode 15, and it's entitled, What Would Your Life Be Like If You Just Let Yourself Be Happier? A couple days ago, I tried to record this podcast, and it was interesting because that wasn't the message that for whatever reason I was meant to share. You know, the interesting thing about doing all of these podcasts from that place of listening to the spirit or listening to that inner voice is I have to be ready and I have to be present and I have to allow what wants to come through instead of allowing what I want to come through. And this morning I was led to, there was a particular inspirational talk by one of my religious leaders, his name's Dieter F. Uchtdorf. And I was led to his talk that it's entitled Of Regrets and Resolutions. And the thing that stuck out to me the most in this talk, he was sharing a story of how nurses that deal with a lot of people that are ready to pass away, how they would ask them like what their what their regrets were. And he said that one that surprised him the most was they wish they would have let themselves be happier. There's a good chance that you're listening to this podcast after, right after Valentine's Day. And sometimes like happy and single doesn't equate with Valentine's Day. I know for so many years, I have really wanted to have somebody on Valentine's Day. And you know the crazy thing is, out of all of the relationships and experiences that I've had, I've never had somebody on Valentine's Day. We each want this deep, passionate relationship. Don't sell yourself short. You don't have to be married to be happy. Over the years, I've talked to friends that have rushed into marriage. And one individual that, you know, got divorced not terribly long ago basically shared with me that they wished they would have taken more time to get to know a person. You know, especially in the, in the culture that I've been raised of the uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I'm still very, very strongly active in my, in my faith, just to clarify. But in the culture that I've been raised, we kind of treat it like, oh, when you know, you know, and everything's just going to work out. And so many people that have, have been married and, and, are, and then get divorced, Many of them even had very powerful spiritual experiences that said, yes, this is the person for you. Or this is, maybe not this is the person for you, but this is a wonderful choice. But people can change. 
And that has nothing to do with you. If you're one of those people that has been married and, and did everything that they felt that inner voice and, and, and Heavenly Father was telling them to do, great job. Awesome job. Don't doubt yourself. And don't worry about that stuff. How, how many times can you really ask yourself the question of, did I make the right choice? A zillion. And whether you did or didn't, you know, the adversary or this crazy leprechaun thinking is going to continuously get you to question and doubt. And it's going to keep you in a space of being miserable. You, you made the best choices that you knew it, given the, given the thinking that you had at the time. That's kind of a, roughly what a man named Sid Banks says. It's basically everybody is doing the best they know, given their thinking of, in, in that moment. So don't beat yourself up. I, I just had a funny thought that... It's interesting. Many singles out there call Valentine's Day Singles Awareness Day. What kind of stupid name is that? <laughs> like, honestly, who cares? Singles Awareness Day, the day that you, you realize that you don't have anybody? Hey, that happens 365 days a year if you don't have somebody. I know it's just magnified a bit on that day. But that doesn't serve you. I think sometimes we want to make fun of our own situation because we're not happy with our situation. Whereas the best thing you can do is become happy in your current situation. I know some of you think that by getting married, it's going to make you happier. It's not. If you're a happy person in a, if it's a single, and you marry somebody similar to you, you're probably going to be happy in a relationship. And you may even have one of those legendary relationships that people write about for years. But if you get married just for the sake of getting out of the game, I, I did that. Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't do that, but I was ready to do that. And that was my thought process. I just wanted to get out of the game. I hated the game. I wanted to move on with my life. I wanted to move on with my, you know, eternal progression. And that was it. That was what I wanted. I did not love the girl that I, I was engaged to. And I know that sounds super harsh, but I didn't. Like, we get so trapped into this idea that somebody else is going to make us happier. And then you add on top of that all the cultural pressure to go get married. Yet on top of that, all the, the stupid holidays like Valentine's Day, which, yeah, when I, when I find my person and get married, it'll be a wonderful day. And I, don't, and I don't really care one way or the other for Valentine's Day right now. I'm just in that place where it doesn't matter. You know, there's, there's an awesome episode of The Simpsons. I believe it was their 300th episode. And I'm not saying I'm against Valentine's Day, but I, I just want to point something out here. The, it's the 300th episode, and it's, uh, it's called The Garbage Man Can. If you look it up, then w whether the episode is right or wrong, you'll find it. And it starts off with Love Day. 
And they basically, all these, co- these marketing companies get together and create a holiday in addition to Valentine's Day. This isn't, you know, it's not replacement for Valentine's Day. It's in addition. And, and so they have this love day in, in the beginning of this episode. And then when they throw all this stuff away from Love Day, you know, then, then some other stuff happens in the episode. That's what happened. Like, and that's what most people have made Valentine's Day about. I mean, even all the commercials and everything, they actually must want you to feel a lack by not having somebody with you. Because they make more money that way. I hate to break it to you, like that's that's how the world works. That's how the marketing world works. They they show you things that you're insecure about and say, if you if you only had this, you would feel better. I don't know about you, but I've bought plenty of those things that they say are gonna make you feel better. Hey, you know, I, I I've played in uh Air Jordans for quite a while just because I didn't fly like Michael Jordan. Now I play in LeBron Soldiers, which are some of the most sturdy shoes I've ever worn. But they don't, they don't make me play like LeBron. LeBron plays bat. LeBron would play basketball like he does in LeBron in LeBron Soldiers. The same he would if he played in like I don't know, insert whatever brand of shoes that you feel is inferior. Everybody out there is telling you that you have to have something else in order to be happier. I'm, I'm here telling you that my life is far from ideal. I have many challenges. I have many, you know, many things that I'd love to have in my life. But I look at things totally different now. I, I don't look as if I have to, have to, have to have something in my life. Like, would it be awesome to have the house of my dreams? Absolutely. I mean, I've even like, you know, thought about that and you thought about the perfect pool and stuff like that. And it will come. I'm only 36. All that stuff will come. But if I make myself frustrated and upset about my current situation, and there's a lot of coaches that will actually encourage that. They'll be like, oh, you've got to get upset. You've got to get frustrated. You've got to, you've got to think that your life is awful or you're not going to do anything. Hey, I've done it all. I've studied all that stuff. And do you know what made the most difference to me? When somebody looked me in the eyes and said, Joseph, you're okay. You're okay exactly as you are. And it's my current mentor, Michael Neal. He wanted nothing from me. He gave, he gave me a few hours of his time, which are worth thousands of dollars. Now, the story of that is just one of absolutely Heavenly Father blessed me with those opportunities. I am, I am not saying that I, I don't know, like, I tell some people that story and they're like, really? You got to, you got to talk to Michael Neal. Yeah, I did. And the reason being because heavenly father had a message that I had to understand from him and countless messages. 
but he told me I was okay. And, and I even told him that in our very first times, or first or second time sitting down, one of the two, I said, Michael, I want to make this much money. I want to have this type of coaching business and, and I want to be married to the girl of my dreams. But more than anything, I just want to be okay. I don't, I don't want to have this edge. I don't want to have this skin that is just always on me. There's always this just not feeling enough ever. And he helped me begin to see something that has changed my life forever. And now I let myself be happier. I let myself. And it has made all the difference in my life. I, I have p- had people come in my life. I have p- had people leave my life. That's life. If I spend too much time thinking about why certain people leave my life, I'm not going to be focused on what's going to make me happy. You can't control who comes in and out of your life. We've all had friendships, relationships, everything just end abruptly. Cool. Let it be. You know, I, I think the words of the Beatles and let it be are so, so, so beautiful. So it says, when I find myself, and I'm sure most of you know this, but I want you to really hear this. You've heard this countless times in your life, but I want you to really hear what it says to you. It says, when I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be. In my hour of darkness, she's standing right in front of me. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Whisper words of wisdom, let it be. And when the brokenhearted people living in the world agree, there will be an answer, let it be. For though they may be parted, there's still a chance that they will see. There will be an answer. Let it be. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. There will be an answer. Let it be. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Whisper words of wisdom, let it be. It really does say let it be this many times in the song. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Whisper words of wisdom, let it be. And when the night is cloudy, there is still light that shines on me. Shining until tomorrow, let it be. I wake up to the sound of music. Mother Mary comes to me. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be. And let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Whisper words of wisdom, let it be. And let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Whisper words of wisdom, let it be. Do you get it? I don't even know how many times it said let it be in that song. But it was a lot, you know, and and, and it appears for, you know, Paul McCartney and John Lennon, you know, their version of their inner voice was Mother Mary comes to me. Your, Your inner voice is always speaking words of wisdom to you. It's always speaking words of wisdom. But it says something so beautiful in here. It says, whisper words of wisdom. That is how your inner voice speaks to you. Whispering words of wisdom. Let it be. Stop trying to make your life perfect in a day. I'm not opposed to progress. 
But overnight progress usually just leaves you disappointed and frustrated. It's like right now, I have a massive list of goals that I'm working on. Now, now please understand when I share these, these are just intentions. And I'm like, this would be really cool to do. And, you know, I'm not even going to read my list, but there's quite a few things there. And some people might think some of those are challenging. And it doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if I hit those goals. The more time that I show up each day, the closer I'm going to come to hitting those goals. The more time you invest into your life, into seeing and figure and letting ways of being happier come to you, the happier you will be. We act like this life is some sort of race. Race to what? Like race to death? There, there is nothing that you are going to get by racing through your life. Except really tired and really frustrated. I just want to share with you guys a little bit about how I live my life. Lately, I have been feeling so guided. Like guided in my podcast, guided in what to do, guided in who to talk to. Like, I mean, I saw a kid this morning that I haven't seen in, oh my goodness, it's been like years. And we just happened to cross paths. If I show up, Probably a minute earlier, I don't see him. And vice versa. What if... What if Heavenly Father was really plotting to do you good all the time? In this inspirational talk that I was mentioning, he also says, The more we devote ourselves to the pursuit of holiness and happiness, the less likely we will be on a path to regrets. And the more we rely on the Savior's grace, the more we will feel that we are on the track our Father in Heaven has intended for us. And if you're not religious at all, you can take that whatever way that the inner voice speaks to you. But at least what I've been seeing, there is a beautiful track that's going to make you the happiest in your life. And we find that track by letting go find that track by letting go of our expectations. L let me ask you something. How many things that were supposed to make you happy actually made you happy? You know, when, when you earned all that money and you got to do cool things, did it make you happy? You know, I used to go around, and I'm starting to do a little bit more of this, but I used to go around and just kind of travel. You know, it's, it's interesting when you're, tr when you're traveling alone, because you're alone. And at the time, I was just barely, barely diving into some of the stuff that I'm learning now. It was hard to let myself be happy when I was alone on the middle of a beach. <laughs> and 
I was just there. I was walking through the streets of London all by myself. Like, you try to make the most of it. But at the time, I didn't really know how to. I didn't know how to just let myself be happy and say, you know what, this is the experience that I'm in at this current state in my life. It's okay. What if the proper thing in the world to do was to be married at like the age of 90? Like that was what happened. Like before 90, you just had a wonderful time, dated lots of wonderful people. And then it was like, okay, 90, that was the time that you get married. I think we would have a lot more fun. Because it would change what our expectation is of ourselves. We would go from this person that often feels broken, frustrated, upset, behind, not okay, has, you know, is a, a late bloomer. I'm trying to think of all the other phrases that people use when they're like, oh, so you're still single. Oh, well, they're like, I mean, they, they do like, they, you know, they come up with, they come up with all kinds of things. It doesn't matter. If, if you could take your expectation off when you thought you had to be married or had to be anywhere for that matter, you would let yourself be happier. You cannot control the world. It's, it's so funny because so I have a, a microphone that picks up a lot of background noise, okay? And so sometimes I'll just pause when I hear a, a loud noise outside my window, such as like an airplane or something that's flying. I live like 20 minutes from the airport, and so there's plenty of times I have planes flying over. And ironically, I probably only notice it when I'm doing my podcast hardly. That's so funny. I just, I just noticed that. They're probably flying all the time. And because I'm looking for absolute silence, absolute stillness, I notice them. The funny thing is my mic does not pick up those airplanes. I mean, they're, they're not close enough that it picks them up. So here I am stopping and being annoyed of the airplanes when the airplanes actually have nothing to do with my recording. Where are you doing that in your own life? What airplanes are flying like 35,000 or however many feet above your head? That you're making into a big deal. And what if you just let the airplanes be airplanes and you be you? The more you seek to control your happiness the more miserable you're going to be. If you have a list, if you have all these things that need to, be, that need to happen in order for you to be happy, you're going to be miserable until all of them are met. And then there's a good chance once they, all, once they are all met, you're going to find more reasons to be unhappy. 
happiness is not being able not being able to want more it's just choosing to be happy where you're at until and i found the happier we are i mean even just from some of the things i've seen people generally like you stay a little bit younger when you're not stressed all the time you or you look a little bit younger, you don't get as many recalls, you don't give me as, as many some of those things. I mean, of course, some of those are going to come when you just get older. That's the nature of life. But most people think the nature of happiness is having a certain amount of things in their life. Some people that have the most are some of the most miserable people you've ever met. And some of the people that you have the least are some of the most amazing people that you've ever met. What you have doesn't make any difference in who you are. Nobody cares. When somebody really, really connects with you for you, nobody gives a care what you drive. No, nobody gives a care what what you do, what your living situation is, or anything. If they connect with you and want to be the person that, that you love and loves you, none of that matters. And if it really does matter to you right now, I would honestly encourage, invite you to explore that a little bit. You know, all the people around us, they do, they influence us and affect us. I think some of the things, you know, are probably our well-meaning parents or well-meaning leaders said, oh, you got to have this in order to be happy. Or we see what they have and we think that makes us happy. What would be different in your life if you just let yourself be happier? How would you see the world? Would you be rushing to get up the career ladder? Would you spend more time with those that you love? Would you reach out to somebody that you love? So many people have chased money. There's a book called The Regrets of the Dying. And one of them is they wish they wouldn't have spent so much time away from their family working. I, I'm not saying... Here, here's what I'm saying. The point of a job is to provide for you and your family. Now, now there's another tie-in here where... One of the things that I mean, I definitely want to do is reach the fullness of the measure of my creation. I want to do what Heavenly Father wants me to do. And, and, not, and I think each of us has something that Heavenly Father does lead and guide and direct us towards. You know, and the funny thing is sometimes it looks like it is just not working out. I mean, I've been a coach for so, so, so many years. 
And there's been many challenging and hard years in that time. And you know the interesting thing is, yeah, that'll, that can all come true too. But I feel so at peace doing the work that I'm doing. And the funny thing also, there's this amazing scripture. And it's in this book called Doctrine and Covenants. And it says, And God will order all things as quickly as you're able to receive them. How cool is that? I don't think that that scripture is meant to be say, hey, you got a race. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. That doesn't work. I honestly can't remember if I mentioned this on this recording because I've done a few recordings trying to do this podcast and it just wasn't working. But it wasn't working because I thought I was supposed to talk about one thing and I just wanted to get it done. You know, in a sense of having having had lots of things on my plate and, you know, other things that were priorities. And it just wasn't coming. <laughs> and then, like I said, I was led to this inspirational talk and it's like, oh, Joseph, there's your message. My mentor mentioned something beautiful this week. He said that I think the guys of the, that did the Declaration of Independence Got it wrong when they said, in the pursuit of happiness. You know, and maybe in their defense, maybe it meant a little bit different. I think we can have a healthy pursuit of happiness. Well, not, not happiness. No. We have happiness. We are happiness. People that have absolutely nothing in third world countries that I've met, like when I was on my mission in Brazil, we went to this house, it was like 10 by 10 feet. And the guy was incredibly happy and incredibly gracious and incredibly kind. I think what they should have said is we're, we can pursue our dreams. It's like they should have said happiness is our innate nature and we can pursue our dreams. If you're looking for happiness in any single product, any single thing they tell you you have to have in order to be happy, including a significant other or a spouse, you're looking in the wrong aisle. And there's no aisle. There's nothing you can buy to make yourself happy. I've tried. I mean, and, and we use all kinds of things to beat ourselves up. One thing I haven't really mentioned on this podcast hardly at all is just the power of exercise. But if you're using exercise to beat yourself up, that's not going to work. You know, I've been through quite a few different injuries and stuff for the past quite a few years. And so I'm not in the shape I once was, but six years ago, I was in incredible shape. Incredible shape. And do you know how insecure I was? Because I couldn't see it. If you can't see how incredible and amazing you are now, nothing is going to help you see that. 
nothing you can buy, nothing you can do, nothing you can gain. Happiness, happiness is an inside job. And it comes by listening to that inner voice. Could you imagine if your life began to be like Disneyland? You were just guided from one amazing ride to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. I really believe our life can be like that. I really believe that your life has the potential to be like that. And all you have to do is show up. You just have to show up. There was this really cool thing I noticed as I was studying the scriptures this morning. And... You know, it's talking about this man named Nephi. And he's doing some he's doing the impossible. He's going and trying to get the plates from this wicked this wicked leader. And plates being uh, scriptures that were written on golden plates. And he had no idea what he was doing. I mean, he might have been 17 at the time, and this guy had like armies and oh, armies to spare. And there's a cool scripture that just said, and I went forth, not knowing beforehand the things which I should do. And then it was super cool because various times in that same chapter of scripture, it just says over and over, I went forth, I went forth, I went forth. If you start showing up where you feel you're led and guided, I really can tell you that you are going to begin to have an entirely new experience of life. I think some people look at God as a harsh God. And I know for many years I did too. It was like, oh goodness, I messed that up. Now I'm going to be punished. I don't anymore. I see him as a very loving and kind God a loving Father, a loving Heavenly Father. And as long as we do the things that He asks of us, He'll lead us to these amazing green pastures. And I had this beautiful, I want to call it a visualization exercise. And I was imagining somebody coming up and just saying, thinking, you know, a, a few years or so down the road, and just asking about all the, the really cool things that I'd done at that point in my life. And he asked, how did you do it? And I responded, I didn't. It was Heavenly Father. You have such a powerful and an important work to do in this life. And that inner voice will lead you. It will guide you will be right there beside you. There's a, a cool song that we sing in church that just says, lead me, guide me, walk beside me, help me find the way. That's what we're asking. I think each of us are just 
searching for this path and this way to happiness. But it's already there. Each of you know. Well, I, I want to ask you, like, when's the time that you felt something that you've needed to do? Not that guilty feeling, but like that just, whoa, I've got to do this. Or, or, oh my goodness, I wonder what that was. I wonder what that was about. Each of you have felt that. I put off for so much time many things. And, you know, like that scripture says, he's ready to order all things for your good as quick as you're able to receive them. You're going to start off walking and maybe, maybe even crawling. That's kind of how we all start out. And then you're going to walk. Then you're going to run. But the more space that you create in your life for that inner voice to be able to speak to you, the more it's going to be able to speak to you. And if you're not sure about some of the things I'm saying, that's okay. Just give it a try. What's, what's, the, what's the most thing that it could hurt? By just trying to sit down for a few moments and listen. I have found, at least for myself, that one of the quickest ways to listen to that inner voice for me is to pull out an actual book. You know, a, a book that's on the lines of, you know, being inspired or something along those lines and just kind of slowly letting myself marinate in it. Almost like you would a good piece of meat. <laughs> just marinating in the book and just allowing the feeling of the book to come through you. Your creator, or whatever it is that you believe in, has such an amazing work for you. And the more you stop worrying about what everyone else is telling you to do to be happy, and the more you start listening to that voice, the more you will hear, and the more you will see. Einstein asked a beautiful question one time. He said, it's important for each of us to decide whether we believe in a benevolent universe. Benevolent means like loving, kind, friendly. Well, because if we do, we're going to see everything as being for our good. All the challenges are the hard things that you've been through. You're going to see those as good. And I know some of you have been through some really, really hard things. And I want you to know that although you feel alone in those, many people have been through what you feel or some of the hardest experiences you've been through. There are many people that understand and know, but none as much as your, as your Heavenly Father or that higher power that looks out over you or the universe, whatever it is for you. It loves you so much.
Doesn't care if you were the starting quarterback for the football team. Doesn't care if you were the best artist or band player or whatever in the world. But just loves you for being you. If you want to read a really cool book, there's a book called You Are Special by Max Lucado that has brought so much peace and comfort to my life. And if you want an- another video to watch, it's called Glorious Unfolding by Stephen Curtis Chapman. Your life is unfolding in a manner that you can't even begin to imagine. And you don't have to figure it out. You just got to take the next step. The other thing I want to add, forgive yourself for whatever mistakes that you've made, no matter how bad they've been. And if you have people that you need to forgive or apologize or ask for their forgiveness, ask. There's a beautiful power in that. And then let it go. Let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. You know, I, I, feel, like, I feel like we're done today. And I just encourage you to ask, there's one way I could be just a tiny bit happier. And you'll have and you'll have an answer come to you. And then if you act on that, it'll usually help you out. I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I really, really appreciate it, and I'm so grateful for the messages that I receive. Thank you so much. And If you haven't already heard, each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, we have a a weekly Zoom group coaching call. That's where you can come on and I'll spend the first few minutes sharing what I've seen recently. And then after that, I open the floor up and anybody that wants coaching on anything can come in there and ask. And the link for that is at if you go to happy the letter n single dot com, then you'll find you'll find the link to that Zoom call. And if you want to have even deeper conversation, just one on one, hey, feel free to reach out to me and and I'm happy to sit down and and talk with you about what it is that you want to do. So. Once again, I really appreciate you guys listening. Go out and live your adventure. Thank you.